Field Days is all about showcasing the best and brightest in New Zealand farming. So at last week's Mystery Creek Muster, we interviewed a handful of inspiring dairy farmers live at our stand in the pavilion. These live podcasts are a bit different to our usual style, but we hope you enjoy these bite-sized conversations. In this final episode, you'll hear from Zoe Bryson, whose OE from Scotland to New Zealand has turned into a thriving dairy career on the Central Plateau. Welcome everybody to another live recording of the Talking Dairy podcast. This is our fourth and final interview of the day. My name's Ben Chapman-Smith, I'm the host of Talking Dairy. Now, earlier today, we heard from Chris Vela, who won last year's New Zealand Dairy Manager of the Year Award. This afternoon, we're joined by another amazing NZDIA winner, Zoe Bryson, who won the Dairy Trainee of the Year Award category in the Central Plateau region and then went on to place third in the Nationals. As you'll soon hear, dairy farming in New Zealand wasn't even on the radar for Zoe until a wee thing called a pandemic forced her hand. She'll talk to us today about what was meant to be an OE to New Zealand, ended up being so much more, and what she loves about farming down here in the Southern Hemisphere. We'll find out how she's fast-tracked her career, what it's been like to take part in the Dairy Industry Awards and what her aspirations are. And lastly, just to note that the 2023 New Zealand Dairy Industry Awards close on Monday the 5th, so coming up next week, but it's not too late to enter. Head to dairyindustryawards.co.nz. Zoe, thanks so much for joining us today. That's all good. Happy to do so. (laughs) (laughs) Good stuff. Now, like Chris, you moved here from abroad and got stuck into a successful dairy career. What brought you to New Zealand and what's life been like since since you arrived? Um, so originally when I came over, my plan was only to stay for six months. Um, I was just coming for a bit of a holiday, do some sightseeing and then also to experience a bit of farming and see how it differed um, from the UK. Um, and obviously I enjoyed myself because six months has now turned into three years and I still don't have any plans of going back home. Um, so yeah, it's been a bit of a whirlwind my journey here, um, but I have I've loved every second of it, and time has flew by really. And you know, I feel really lucky to be involved in the dairy industry, and I've met so many friends, and now I guess family through being involved in the industry. So when did you arrive here exactly? Um, it was October 2019. Okay. So it was a few months before COVID. <laughs> and when were you planning to go home? Uh, March time was okay. the original plan to go yeah, home. Yeah, yeah. And so when did you end up working on a dairy farm? Um, so it was December. So I, my first two months I spent travelling. I'd done the Kiwi Experience bus and went right from the top of the North Island to the bottom of the South Island. And then I came back up to the North Island and got a job in Reparoa um, about the middle of December. Were you involved in, in dairy farming back home? I was, yes. Yeah. So my, I think I'm a fifth generation dairy farmer. And so I was brought up on my parents' dairy farm in central Scotland. Um, and yeah, I guess I've grown up working on the farm, helping out where I can. Um, I studied it after I'd finished school, I studied at university, um, agricultural bioscience. And then during that time, I picked up a part-time job as an AI technician. Um, and I think it was doing that job, travelling around the farms that um, really solidified to me that I wanted to be involved in agriculture and get a hands-on job on farm. What do you love about farming in New Zealand 
And also, are there differences, well, I should say, what are the differences between farming here and back in Scotland? Mm. Um, so it is very different. I would say almost the complete opposite from the grass-based system here in New Zealand. Um, and that's mainly due to the climate and how they're paid, the price and structure of milk. So in Scotland, for anyone who's not been, it's very wet, quite cold, limited grass growth through the winter. Um, and they're also paid on litres, so volume, as opposed to milk solids. Right. Um, so yeah, for that reason, the cows are housed indoors most of the year. Um, they run a very high input, high output system. On my parents' farm, they milk the cows three times a day. Um, everyone's fed through a, um, through a mixer wagon, TMR, all year round. Um, so it's very intensive, relies heavily on staff as well. Um, just yeah, pumping the litres out the cows basically to get as much money as possible. But I guess what I'll, which is why I like um, dairy farming in New Zealand so much, it's a bit less intensive, it is nice seeing the cows out at grass. And also I really like um, the succession opportunities that are here in New Zealand. In the UK, unless you're born into farming, there's very few yeah, opportunities yeah, to, to get to farm ownership. Yeah. Whereas here, if you're willing to put in the work, you know, you can climb your way to farm ownership which how many cows were you milking back home 200 okay. and that was about four members of staff <laughs> <laughs> okay. did you have transferable skills or did you have to learn kind of from scratch um yeah. definitely learning the grass management that was totally from scratch and you know never seen anything like it done anything like it before um but yeah the animal husbandry skills and milking skills yeah. that was all there so yeah a few differences <laughs> So as you know, the New Zealand dairy industry relies quite heavily on migrant workers and there have definitely been some challenges for us over, the, over recent years. What's your personal experience? I understand that you have applied for residency. Yep, um, so I'm very fortunate. I would say my personal experience has been very positive. Right from the moment I arrived here, I had good employers who made me you know, feel at home and they became like my family and helped me fit into the community. Um, so that definitely helped and factored into me staying here. As for the actual immigration process, I guess it's just it's paperwork and it takes longer than you want it to. But I did actually get some good news um, at 10 o'clock this morning. I got a phone call that my residency's been approved. Oh, congrats. So, yeah, Fantastic. that's exciting. And yeah, yeah. One less thing to worry about, I excellent, guess. Excellent, excellent. Now, I understand you have a fair bit on your plate. 50-50 share milking with uh, your partner, Connor and managing the neighbouring farm. Tell us where you're farming and how you're coping with those two roles. So we are farming in Nakaru, which is 30 minutes outside of Rotorua. Both the farms are 50-50, job is 220 cows, and the farm that I manage is 280 cows. So they both are fairly small operations. Both of them are once a day milking all year round, which makes it a bit easier as well. So Connor, he mainly focuses on the share milking job and I work on the manager's job, which was I needed to do for my visa requirements. And also it just made more sense financially for us to split up and be in separate farms. So through Cabinet was a bit of challenge and a bit of juggling, but now things have quietened down. Um, we've got into a good routine. I relief milk for Connor my weekends off, give him a sleep in. And yeah, both of the farms are working very well together. We've got really supportive farm owners, which makes the job so much easier. Good stuff. Hey, congratulations on your placement and placements in the New Zealand Dairy Industry Awards. What impact did that win have on your life sort of immediately afterwards? And has it had any influence on your plans for the future? 
So at the time, it just gives you a really good confidence boost, I guess, that you do actually know a bit about what you're talking about and, you know, you're heading in the right direction. So that really helped. And I guess going forward, I've been really influenced by the people I met through the journey um, and, you know, met so many inspiring people who do kind of keep pushing you forward and helping you to reach your goals. And I think the contacts that I've made through the industry awards are going to come in, you know, really helpful in the future. You never know where your next opportunity is going to come from. So, yeah, I'm really excited about the future and the contacts that I've met through the industry awards. How did you actually come about applying for those awards? Who, who told you about it or encouraged you to apply? Um, so it was my bosses at the time. They told me about it and um, encouraged me to apply. And I didn't really think that much of it applying. Um, but yeah, I was pleasantly surprised at the awards night. Came away with some good prizes as well, which is always rewarding. <laughs> Are you currently involved with NZDIA or any other groups? So I'm on the committee for the Central Plateau Dairy Industry Awards. Um, I'm the trainee team leader, so I'm recruiting, helping to recruit trainees to enter and helping them along the journey. So it's really nice to be able to give back, I guess, to the awards programme. Also, last month I just took on the role as chairperson of our local Young Farmers Club. So that keeps me busy yeah. in my spare time as well. As if you weren't busy enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, have there been any major influences or experiences that have affected your dairy journey today? Obviously, a big one is obviously ending up in New Zealand during a pandemic, but any others? Some of my biggest influences, probably my parents, first of all, they, um, they showed me what hard work looks like um, and really started my passion for the dairy industry. But more recently, probably my bosses, Tom and Trey's Earls. Tom, he was also an immigrant, came over from Ireland, um, and they've also just bought their first farm a couple of years ago. So I would love to kind of follow in their footsteps um, and achieve that goal of farm ownership. And yeah, probably my partner Connor as well, seeing how hard he works and milking our cows um, every day um, and helping us to achieve our goal. So that was the next question I was going to ask it, you know, around those, what, what you see as the next steps for you or the natural progression in, your, in terms of your dairy career. You've touched on that a little bit, maybe yep. your long-term goal. What, what are some of your other goals? Um, so probably the next thing for us is to try and get a bigger share milking job. Um, so as I said, we've got 220 cows right now, but would love to at least double our numbers and get a job that we can both work on together on the same farm to help us grow our equity and then after that I guess we'd love to be able to own our own farm I think that would make the whole thing worthwhile you know moving across the world <laughs> yeah, yeah. if I could own my own farm at the end of it that would be awesome. When I interviewed Chris Vela earlier uh, I asked him this question about you know what he saw as the future for New Zealand dairy farming and I mean keen to put that to you too you know what are you excited about for the dairy sector and what do you see as being the biggest challenges ahead yeah I think there definitely will be a lot of challenges um, especially around you know environmental areas legislation animal welfare there are going to be some big challenges coming but I guess farmers we just got to do what we can do best and adapt to those challenges and overcome them but I think overall it is very a very exciting place to be dairy farming there is so many opportunities out there, especially for young people. And, you know, no matter what your background is, your race, your gender, you know, there is opportunities out there to be involved in dairy farming. You know, there's no bias, which I, th I think is the most exciting thing about it. Hey, another question I, I asked earlier, uh, one of the, our guests was around this whole topic of well-being. 
because obviously that's really important, mental health and things in, in the rural sector. What do you do to get off farm and unwind? Obviously you're part of some, some groups and that gives you some interaction with other farmers. Is there anything else you do to unwind? Um, I guess just getting out there and exploring the New Zealand countryside whenever I can. We do have a bit of a rule that I try and get off the farm once a week, get out the region once a month, and I did used to say get out the country once a year, but that was pre-COVID time, so I can get out the North Island once a year. So I think just having a wee rule like that to remind yourself to get off farm and take that time off. But yeah, just enjoy things like going to the lake, going walks. It doesn't have to be expensive stuff, just getting out there and enjoying the fresh air and the scenery, really. Cool. Just one more question for you, Zoe. Based on your experience with the New Zealand Dairy Industry Awards, do you have any words of wisdom for anyone listening to this who's considering entering the awards? You know, maybe they're a bit on the fence, entering either this year or future years. Yeah, I mean, I would say don't delay it. Just don't think about it. Do it right now. You would be surprised, you know, how much you can actually get out of it. Career progression opportunities, the people that you'll meet along the way who are willing to help you. There is so many people out there who are willing to mentor young people in the industry and give them advice so yeah even if you're not feeling that confident about it you will be surprised and how it can actually build your confidence entering awards and you will definitely learn something from doing it you know I'm fortunate now that I've made got friends not only in the region but nationally as well from entering the awards so yeah you've got nothing to lose really just don't think about it and do it is my advice that's fantastic Zoe hey thank you so much again for joining us here and uh, doing this live interview I know it's a bit outside of the comfort zone no. yeah. but thank you and it's really cool to have a chat with you that's all good it's been good chatting to you thanks for tuning into Talking Dairy we hope you enjoyed today's episode if you'd like to check out more of our podcasts go to dairynz.co.nz forward slash podcast or find us on your favourite podcast platforms catch you next time